0: It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs. We're your hosts. We're from the Draft Network. We're brought to you by Bet Online. Kyle, Bet Online, the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. In fact, I just had out headed, I just went over to Bet Online, put a little cash down on the Charlotte Hornets tonight, the play-in game against the Atlanta Falcons. Maybe I have the money line for the Hornets in the under. All parlayed. We'll find out. We'll see if I'm happy later on tonight. You got to check them out. It's the best spot for all of your sports wagering needs and info. NBA playoffs. MLB is back. Head on over. It is your number one source for live betting. Favorite Vegas casino games. They have poker. They have everything. We got a deal for you. Head on over. Use your website or you can use your mobile device. Sign up today. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with our promo code Believe That's B-L-E-A-V. Bet online is where the game starts, guy. What's up, man? Happy uh, Wednesday! I don't too. like
1: it. Th- I don't like this for you. Yeah, you're betting with your heart instead of your your head with the the Hornets.
0: They gave Atlanta some trouble in the regular season, you know. Okay. Trey Young not a great yeah. defensive player. John Collins is out.
1: Tra- I saw what Trey Young looked like in the playoffs last year.
0: Yeah, he's not coming so. back for that. Yeah, i will be fine.
1: <laughs> okay. Go ahead
0: and count my spending money, a little extra cash for if when I get you down to Vegas.
1: Say so. Uh so we have a, a cool concept for the day today, and it's your brand, effectively. You know, this is, we're doing this because you've adopted this as one of your monikers for uh, this draft cycle, and I can't imagine this being one that that ever fades away often in the distance. I feel like you're always going to be this guy. So why don't you talk to everybody about the concept of the bet on traits team?
0: Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, I feel like I've always been this guy, but I feel like I've really embraced it this year where it's you about betting it. on yourself. traits. Yes, I've I've yeah. declared myself as the bet on traits guy this draft cycle. And today on the podcast what we're going to do is go through each offensive position and declare our bet on traits guy. You know, maybe they're a little rough around the edges, you know, they have some flaws on tape, but the traits are worth betting on. And so, I have a quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end and offensive lineman today that I'm ready to pound the table for because I want to bet on the traits even though there's some uneven about them on their film.
1: Okay, so this this is your brainchild. So I just want to make something abundantly clear before we start. Okay. We have the bet on traits concept. There's not like a maximum threshold grade that I need to have given a guy to qualify him for this, right? It's not like we're not looking at day three guys or specifically or anything like that.
0: Yeah, I think – I'm looking at my players right now. I have – none of them are first-round grades. I have a couple of second-round grades, threes and fours, so, so kind of in that range.
1: Okay. And, Predictably, and, um, I think at least really, one of these
0: guys will go in the first round.
1: I'm asking specifically for quarterback. I needed to, to know if, if Malik Willis was an acceptable answer or if I needed to find somebody else to bet on their traits.
0: No, he is the answer. Yeah. He is the answer, yes. right? Ahead. I mean... Go ahead. He, in so many ways, is what I mean by betting on traits, where, look, you're, you're going to watch the tape at Liberty, you're going to see a lot of really good stuff, and you're going to lot see a lot of inconsistencies, some really good results with some funky process, right? But at the end of the day, this is the... I don't think it's close. This is the best combination of arm talent and mobility in this class. I mean, he can make every throw, has access to the entire field, and he's an explosive athlete. And so he's a true du- true dual threat guy. But what really gives me the inspiration to bet on Malik Willis's traits is it's the habit habits plus the traits. I think that's where you kind of get those special players when they're talented and they can do anything on the field, but they also have the work ethic behind it to maximize their effort. And with Malik, as we've gotten a chance to be around him at the Senior Bowl and at the Combine, as we've had a chance to speak to his quarterbacks, coaches, and Sean McEnvoy and um, Quincy Avery, I come away from those discussions and those exposures more and more confident that not only does this guy have the physical skill to be a top-tier NFL quarterback, but he's wired the right way to be a leader for your football team and embrace what it means to be the face of a franchise.
1: Okay. Um, I agree with everything you said. Malik is my top-rated quarterback prospect, so I certainly am betting on the traits, but I do think it's important to note like, from a vertical draft board perspective, Malik's 32nd, right? Yeah. So it's, there's certainly plenty of warts that are acknowledged in his resume to this point in time, but in a class from which everybody has significant questions – Yes, you want the guy who has the greatest potential outcome because you don't feel like the floor is overwhelmingly that much higher for any of the other guys. And as I look at the other names that I have ranked here, I have three guys with second round valuations. I have three guys with third round valuations. I've kind of gained a little bit more separation in those two respective tiers of those perceived top six quarterbacks. But Malik is the one... Who has the traits to be an impact starter at the position in my mind, and that's why he's QB one.
0: All right, running back Kyle, I have my running pick. Back. Would you like to go first, or do you want me to declare no, my guy?
1: I, I would like. I would like you to do the honors.
0: Okay, my running back is Pierre Strong out of South oh, Dakota you. State. I gave you the chance to go first, my guy. I mean,
1: yeah, I'm mad at myself. Um, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at myself. Five.
0: 5'11, 207 pounds. This guy is an explosive athlete. 4'37 in the 40 yard dash, 1'5 in the 10 yard split, 36 inch vert, 124 inch broad jump, good agility scores. And Pierre Strong has been an extremely productive player at South Dakota State. Over 4,500 rushing yards, over seven yards per carry, over four yards after contact per attempt for his career. So this guy's explosive and he's good after contact, and I just don't feel like there's enough hype for this player as a true home run hitter that can be had in the middle rounds. He's a guy that I would definitely be pounding the table for if I wanted that type of explosive running back, and I just don't feel like we're talking enough about what this guy brings to the table.
1: Yeah, so I I do feel like Pierre Strong is the quote-unquote right answer, but I can offer another name just for the sake of being different, and how about Samir White, uh, running back from Georgia, six-foot, 214 pounds, ran a 4 4 flat, 1 5, that same 1 5 flat, 10 yard split, uh, 10 feet, 8 inches in the broad jump. He's always kind of been stuck in a timeshare in Georgia. I know there's some durability stuff there, but uh, this was once upon a time a very highly prized recruit. And because of that, uh, you're always going to know that that athletic profile is there to lean into. And when you're looking for a guy who might boom, one way to help boom is to be a guy who manages to stay healthy. And that's, I think, the big mystery for um, uh, for Zamir White, whether or not he's going to be able to do that. But he would be my second choice here.
0: So are you going to do the regret thing, or you want to go first on receivers?
1: Um, I'll go, and I'll acknowledge Christian Watson as somebody who I think you you certainly don't think he's a finished product. Uh, but you could see the clear pathway for him to becoming an impact receiver at the next level. Um, Height, weight, speed type guy, ran in the four threes, legit six, four, plays at small school. So there's going to be lots of upward mobility for growth and additional polish in addition to what he already showed at the senior bowl. So uh, I think Christian Watson is the name that jumps the most to me, given the fact that he is an elite athletic profile, but I think the rest of his game does need to come on a little bit and needs development. And you would expect that from a guy playing at the FCS level. So give me Christian Watson. I think there's some other interesting names uh, worth considering. I know Alec Pierce from Cincinnati is another height, weight, speed type guy. I'm a little more lukewarm on, on his ability to uh, win on the stem that I am with Christian Watson. And that's why I'm, I'm going to bet on the marriage of traits and film and Christian Watson is my choice.
0: Yeah, Christian Watson is my choice as well. You mentioned the height, weight, speed dynamic that exists with him, and the explosive plays were there in college. Over twenty yards per catch across his entire career. Now that didn't come without some drops and, you know, some some need to develop as a route runner. But I think about the way that this guy performed at the senior bowl after never facing an FBS opponent throughout his entire college career, after being outside the top five hundred receivers coming out of high school and for him to have met those moments and bring this type of size and speed and athleticism to the table. No, he's not a finished product, but his traits to me and his story to me are worth betting on at wide receiver. Tight end, Kyle. Yeah. Is this going to be the same? It's going to be the same.
1: Probably. Do you want to say it on? After three? Sure. All right. So three, go right away. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Jelani Jelani Woods. Woods. Jelani Woods feels like the only appropriate answer here when you consider just how uh, undiscovered he is at the tight end position. Of course, the transfer from Oklahoma State he was a quarterback originally uh, then he's effectively a fullback at Oklahoma State 67 253 82 inch wingspan 34 inch arms 461 in the 40 yard dash i mean from a size perspective uh, from a tight end perspective like 97th percentile in height 82nd or 89th percentile in wingspan, 88th percentile in his 40-yard dash, his 10-yard split was 73rd percentile. Like, There's so much from a physical skill set perspective here, and he's really just scratching the surface because this was the first year that he played the tight end position. So I'm glad that Joe and I agree on Jelani Woods being your bet on traits tight end. With that said, if I was going to pick a different one, at least to give somebody a shout out, I would probably go, probably with Isaiah. Likely, uh, you've seen this model of tight end continue to have success at the next level. Uh, but um, I digress. For the the correct answer is Jelani Woods. Uh, some technical difficulties. I need everybody to raise your glass and pour one out for Joe Marino. He's no longer with us here, but that's fine. We're gonna fair carry this thing through. To the end, and if I were to pick an offensive tackle that I wanted to bet on the traits with, this is complicated because there's two separate kinds of qualifiers here. There's functional athleticism and and athletic athleticism and and measured testing, and I think from a traits perspective, via your traditional measurements at the NFL Combine, uh, from a size perspective. Abraham Lucas from Washington State is probably the appropriate answer, given just how big he is, how well he tested athletically. But you don't see that athleticism on the field a lot of the time, and that's kind of where I get stuck with with openly embracing him as a player. You could acknowledge Bernard Raymond from uh, Central Michigan as somebody who was a tight end transitioned to the offensive tackle spot, but I'm going to go a little bit deeper into this draft and call out a name. Uh, who has some of the best functional athleticism of a tight end or of an offensive tackle that I've seen in the last few years, and that's Dare Rosenthal from Kentucky. He was originally at LSU, transferred to Kentucky this past year. You watch this guy get out into space. You watch this guy in the screen game. You watch this guy climb to the second level, and holy cow. Now his technique, it's a hot mess. You know, there, there's a lot of growth potential there. There's a lot of growth that is needed from a hand placement t- uh, standpoint, from a timing perspective, from a framing perspective, from a footwork and pass it like he's very raw as a player, but this is a player who, when you watch him on the field, he's a different breed from a functional athleticism standpoint than a lot of other players you're going to see playing the same position. Now, I wish he didn't come in at the NFL Combine measuring 290 pounds. Uh, that said, he did run a 4.88 at 290 pounds. He was on the LSU roster at one point, closer to 320. So we need to figure out what his playing weight is. Uh, but he has plenty of length, uh, 33 and a half inch arms. He's going to meet offensive tackle thresholds. You take that threshold that's met with his functional movement skills, and and Dare Rosenthal is certainly somebody who I think can be a day three hit based on his traits if you wanted to bet on them and invest in them. Shout out to uh, Braxton Jones and Matt Wiletsko as small school candidates who I also considered here uh, for the offensive tackle position. But uh, let's keep things moving into your offensive line. I think this might be the group that I think has the deepest selection and menu. For bet on traits, guys, I'm just—I'll read them out. I'm going to be fully transparent in our process here. Cole Strange, Chattanooga; Tyler Smith, Tulsa; Zach Tom, Wake Forest; Cam Jergens, Nebraska. That—that's probably where I draw the line. Take your pick. <laughs> so the nice—we'll—we'll we'll start with Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith, absolute rogue Raider complete mauler in the run game, he plays the game nasty and with that edge that you absolutely love. Cole Strange, whether you're going to play him at guard in more of a zone system or if you do run more gap power or more vertical climbs, I think center is the appropriate spot for him. There is a transition that's going to have to take place there, um, but there is some positional versatility as well. Playing at Chattanooga, the movement skills really pop off the screen especially relative to his teammates along the offensive line. That's that's a testament to him, his functional athleticism, him going to the combine and showcasing that from a movement skills perspective, he certainly belonged. His quickness, but I think it was one of his better qualities at that event. Zach Tom, positional versatility, he's played some tackle. I don't think that's necessarily in the cards for him, uh, but I believe this is one of the best size-adjusted athletic profiles amongst offensive linemen in this year's class. You know, length is a problem for him to play on the outside, but you put him inside, and he's still a plus, plus, plus uh, functional athlete when you adjust him for his size and stature. Cam Juergens from Nebraska uh, plays the game really mean. He's like the, the discount version of Tyler Linderbaum. It's really just going to come down to, okay, can you get him to play a little more discipline? Can you get him to clean up some fundamentals? And if he can... You got a lot to work with because he he can really scoot. He can really get out on the perimeter, uh, and he's very sticky in space against uh, defensive linemen, linebackers, and defensive backs alike. So a lot of options on the bet-on-traits team along the offensive line, which is good. That's uh, th- that's why guys end up getting drafted high, right? It's You got to have the things that you can't coach. And if you have the things you can't coach, you're going to get drafted high because somebody's going to bet – We can put the rest of the stuff in place, but we've really just got to get him. uh, We got to get players in here who have a physical profile that just does not grow on trees. And that's what you see with a lot of the names that we mentioned here. We hope you enjoyed the Bet on Traits conversation today. Uh, We apologize for Joseph disappearing like Chris Schubert into thin air amidst the show and uh rapidly dissolving but uh I, i'm fairly confident he'll be back tomorrow and if he's not then hey it'll just be me and chris i will have a grand old time here on draft dudes because we always do kyle krabs sometimes joe marino sometimes chris schubert make it a good one hope you enjoy the rest of your day we'll talk to you guys again tomorrow
0: Spin your passion into a business of shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout let's hear that one more time The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.
1: You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks?